today on Soundtrack Alley Spotlight. I'll be discussing more sci-fi from the 2000s and on with films like Paycheck, iRobot, Eon Flux, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Children of Men, Transformers, Avatar, and Star Trek from 2009. I'll be doing some of these with rapid fire coverage and I hope you enjoy it because it all starts now. I am Randy Andrews, your host, and welcome to part 11 of the history of science fiction in film. By this point, you might be tired of me talking about these films and this genre, and probably want me to stop. I'm not going to stop. I've enjoyed discussing these films. Let's get started with our first film today by talking about Paycheck which is based again, haha, <laughs> I think I really like discussing this author, based upon Philip K. Dick, and this is a short story that he also did. What are 20 items and why are they so important? Now that's also in the short story. It asks a very meaningful question, what if? What if you could look at yourself from the future? What if you could change it? These various questions are answered in this highly fueled film. Now, I haven't actually read the novel or the short story, so I'm not really sure how it really changes from the actual movie. Um, John Woo did this film, and it was very different from a lot of his films. It didn't have um, a lot of slow-moving action scenes to where a person leans over and shoots a gun as a lot of John Woo films were. This was actually high action, like fast. It wasn't close shots, but it was very long shots, and uh, it was very unique, even for his style. Huh. But here's another thing that was included, was he always puts in a signature dove in every single film. So that's fun. And the score was by the brilliant, wonderful John Powell, who is becoming one of my favorite film composers because he even composed How to Train Your Dragon. So you got to listen to this cue. Thank you. 
mystery, murder, mayhem. They come naturally to the world of science fiction. Films like The Final Cut, Chronicles of Riddick, and of course, I, Robot. This is another film based upon a book. Isaac Asimov had written I, Robot. Same name, not exactly the same story. But we see that a lot in science fiction films as compared to the science fiction book. This was clearly a murder mystery that must be solved. Uh, Will Smith was in this movie, and this was an action romp uh, with some comedies littered through. Uh, but it asked some very important questions about, like, what if one robot was programmed with emotions by his creator? Uh, some elements in the film were very realistic, even for our time today, like self-driving cars, AI that can basically do anything for you. Think Siri. Uh, unless you're a killer AI like HAL 9000, or in this case a killer woman AI uh, who wants you to do everything for her. Uh, so exactly really the type of science fiction film that Marco Beltrami uh, would be excellent to compose music for. So for your listening pleasure, music from iRobot by Marco Beltrami.
Philosophical action-adventure with science fiction has become a common theme. The movie Eon Flux, which is actually based upon the animated show from MTV, it dealt with cloning in a totalitarian society. Hushed people, military coups, and leaders who are not all that they seem. This was more than just a live-action film. Uh, this actually was really watchable since the main character actually survives. Because in the MTV show, every single episode, Eon Flux would die. That was very disturbing. <laughs> but it was brilliantly done. This film had vivid colors for where it needed it. Great technology to push the limits on what people could become to enhance through technology. And you're going to have to really see it to understand what I mean. Uh, Graham Revel, who composed such films like Chronicles of Riddick, Laura Croft Tomb Raider, and the miniseries of Dune, helps us get the right setting for this film. I hope you enjoy this music.
There have been some smartly written films with great comedy that began as a book. Man, I'm really uh, talking about a lot of books in this episode. Such works like Douglas Adams' The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. It asks very poignant questions about life, the universe, and everything. Is this life all there is? How intelligent are dolphins? What makes the world go round? What is the answer? What is the answer? What is the answer? 42. How is that a special number? It's got some fun tongue-in-cheek humor that really shows how fun science fiction can be and how smart the author was in writing the book. The score was composed by Joby Talbot, and he captured the comedy and science fiction of this world really brilliantly. Enjoy this music from the film.
There's another film I want to discuss, but I'm not going to be sharing music from it, and that's A Scanner Darkly. Again, this is a Philip K. Dick novel. Uh, This film was based upon it, and the film pushed boundaries in regard to facial recognition. Uh, Pairing an actor's face with animation cells and made the film look very surreal. And it called into question realities and dimensions. Now, I never saw this film, but it created a lot of buzz for the type of science fiction that bent reality. I can't say that I recommend this film or not, but you'll have to see it for yourself to decide. Now, truly, science fiction can be told dealing with speculation, furtherance of the human condition, and children of men this film, uh, it really did this very graciously. It was speculative, humanity-driven, post-apocalyptic, and was honestly good science fiction. What's the plot? See, for me, I haven't seen this film either, but it really got me thinking about what was in regard to this film. Um, When infertility threatens mankind with extinction... The last child born has perished. A disillusioned bureaucrat, which is played by Clive Owen, becomes an unlikely champion in the fight for survival of the Earth's population. He must face down his own demons and protects the planet's last remaining hope from danger. Now this was awarded the best technical direction for a film. And I want you to enjoy the suite of music uh, that is from this film.
I'm leaving out some films that based purely on the facts that don't push the boundaries of science fiction, as I brought about before. Uh, the Invasion, which is another remake of the, of the Invasion of the Body Snatchers. V for Vendetta. The Island. Uh, many more that I'm not going to mention. Um, but let's focus on some impact on what some films had on me, uh, furthering the buttons of science fiction. One film such as that is Michael Bay's Transformers. Now you're thinking, oh, Transformers, really? Yes. Transformers changed computer technology, transforming cars with metal and audio sound that revolutionized not only science fiction, but action films also. Uh, Transformers really had a high budget for science fiction, and it doesn't have anything to do with superheroes. And it tells not only the story of the robots, but the humans that were involved, or even those that get involved in the story. Now, Steve Jablonski composed the score for all the films, and that's some dedication. So I'd like to give you a taste of what the score is like. Enjoy.
In 2009, computer technology had been slowly getting better and better with films displaying 3D effects. Many films had utilized this mainly just as a gimmick to boost ticket sales. However, James Cameron came along and challenged all these 3D films with Avatar. Now, this film changed the course of 3D technology to where other films just couldn't hold up against the scope and scale of the film, its world, or even the effects of the audience that they had on watching the film. Now, when you... I don't know if James Cameron will re-release this film back to IMAX theaters or not when he releases a sequel of Avatar, but I hope he does, because if you have not seen this film in 3D, you really need to, because this is what 3D technology should have been, that it was the breaking point for how elemental and how wonderful the 3D technology actually could be, because compared to any other, now I can, you can challenge me to looking at any other 3D film and telling me, oh, the 3D is better in this movie. I will challenge you not. It Avatar is the highest caliber of that 3D technology, and that's why it holds its special place in the world of science fiction. And it's an awesome experience in 3D. Um, it even blasted its way to the top of the charts for films in general, and it came neck and neck with uh, the brand new Avengers Endgame for top billing for uh, films. And the score was by the wonderful late James Horner, and he brought an element of beautiful, melodic, uh, colorful film composing to the screen. Without, <laughs> without further prattling on, here's a suite of music from Avatar by the late James Horner.
have a few uh, honorable mentions for this episode. I'm not going to be playing music from them. But films like Moon with Sam Rockwell, Terminator Genesis, The Time Traveler's Wife, Surrogates, The Astronaut's Wife, and The Box. Uh, You need to see all these. (laughs) They're all really good science fiction films, and it really helped move science fiction forward. Sadly, we've come down to another end of Soundtrack Alley Spotlight. I'd like to thank Alexander Shebel for composing Soundtrack Alley's theme music. Find his work at xanderscores.com. Lastly today, I'd like to point out J.J. Abrams with Star Trek 2009. This brought Star Trek into the 21st century. It was also considered what is called the Kelvin Timeline. It was an alternate timeline for Star Trek, and it changed the course of these characters in a different realm. It wasn't the same reality. This was a different reality. This film had an excellent cast and captured the original characters perfectly, as well as their personalities. Now, I know some people are really against J.J. Abrams, but he did a really good job presenting these films, and he did the first two. I don't think he did the third one, uh, but the first two were really excellent for his universe. Um, You can follow me through social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Soundtrack Alley. You can find me through Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. And that's at Soundtrack Alley Spotlight. Check out my blog, my website uh, for updates, SoundtrackAlley.com. Email me, SoundtrackAlley at gmail.com. Please, if you have comments, if you have saying you know, I really enjoyed this episode. Send me an email. I never get them. I would like at least one or two. Uh, That way I could even mention them on the show. Uh, To close, let me play an excellent suite of music by Michael Giacchino from Star Trek. And until next time, happy listening.
Thank you for listening to Soundtrack Alley Spotlight. I hope you've enjoyed it, and if you're on iTunes, please rate and review the show. It really helps Soundtrack Alley Spotlight get noticed. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Soundtrack Alley. If you are an Apple podcast, please give the show a five-star rating. Check out the content over at SoundtrackAlley.com, as well as Cinematic Sound Radio, where most of my new material is posted. If you have a comment, question, or concern, please email me at SoundtrackAlley at gmail.com.